rainy season, really. I mean, um, really didn't get going at all. A couple of games here and there. And, um, yeah, we, we just, even tonight, first half, all indicators clearly should be game closer or even in front, but our kicking was terrible. Our decision making inside 50, and then really disappointing after half time because the boys just, I hadn't seen that happen for a long time. Um, they probably just uh, summed up our year the second, the second half. Hello and welcome to Average Team Podcast for another week. Uh, we are three average blokes with below average sense of humour. Is it above average love of sport? What are we, boys? Average team. No, the average. ATs. ATs, Handy, Whitey. Hand, just handing back the keys to the Ferrari there, Whitey. That's what we're doing. <laughs> if, if you've ever heard a bloke who's just flat out out of fucking ideas, that is him in the... That's <laughs> Leon Cameron and everybody after their... Uh, they're lost to uh, St Kilda on Friday night, ruling him out of the finals. And he is fair dinkum fucking clueless. Not only is it not a Ferrari, it doesn't have a, a steering wheel and it doesn't have a rudder because they are rudderless. They are lost uh, out in the deep seas. It, it's a fucking Datsun 120Y. That's what it is. It's <laughs> and a, a, it is a Datto. There's a massive investigation into the personalised number plates for that Ferrari, that's for sure, ongoing. <laughs> but one, one thing people don't say about Leon Cameron that they've never said is that Geez, I love the way Leon Cameron phrases sentences. <laughs> no one's ever said that. And why Leon Cameron is not a pilot, I have gobsmacked. How is he not a pilot? He'd be, he'd be a great pilot. Just, uh, yes, uh, well, uh, <laughs> hope you uh, enjoy your flight today. Uh, Where are off? Uh... <laughs> off? To Brisbane? <laughs> it's amazing. Dave, he'd probably be better off as a pilot in the current world. He would have better job security at the minute, and <laughs> they're not going too well. You know what, though? He's he's got he's got job security. He just got a, a two year deal two or three weeks ago, but, which makes me think that the federal government actually might be on the board at the GWS because they've shown um, as much commitment to him as the federal government have shown towards um, you know gas and and. Uh, <laughs> And, and coal mining at the moment. So um, they refuse to see any light on renewable energies. As, uh, He's certainly not renewable. He's not no, renewable. They're just, they are just deny, deny, deny. And they're, they're, uh, he's doing very well to still be in a job. So what do we think of the round of footy, boys? We are, it's finals time. Um, I was actually going for a walk just today and uh, was going past uh, the local park, which had just been freshly cut by the... the um, how good's the smell? The councilman and the smell. And yeah. I actually, I said to the missus, I said, you smell that? And she said, what? I said, that's finals. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a take off. And then she started walking seven metres in front of you, didn't no, she? No, no, then I made a take. She goes, what are you talking about? And then I made her take her mask down and actually smell it. And I wouldn't actually fucking keep walking until yeah. she'd taken her mask off and smelt it. You can smell the grass. It's finals time. We've got it. Um, uh, you are a dickhead, confirmed. <laughs> Correct. Confirmed. Uh, oh, I just miss the. F- I miss it, the. Of course, it's short shorts weather. That's what it is, and I'm I'm embrace. I've fully embraced short shorts weather. You can't go the. I love a short short at the pool. Can't go the pool, but just bring me a bring me a short short. I'm all over it. You've got nice legs, Dave. You can get away with it. Um, it is it is finals time. Um, the GWS, as, as we all know by now, they absolutely um, you know, shit the bed. 
Uh, as uh, and Melbourne, despite the fact that they had a win, they've missed out as well. So I'm happy to see the dogs in. I'm happy to see the Saints in. Um, my pies look like they'll be going to um, West Coast and going to Perth. Uh, but yeah. Before we get yeah. too much further into there, let's have a chat about what um, what we're drinking tonight. What have you got there, Dave? You're holding something up, and it looks big and red. Oh, sorry. I'll just put my pants back on. Uh, <laughs> Dave, he said, Dave, he said big. I didn't realise the camera was on wide angle. Sorry, boys. <laughs> hey, um, listen, tonight I've got a Pirate Life Red Ale. If you know me, you know I like a red ale. And this this Pirate Life, uh, it's actually Imperial Red Ale. So, um, Timmy, I'm on your Imperial train. I'm not sure how, you, how, how does a beer classify as Imperial? That's a question for another day. Just very heavy. Yeah, I, I Googled this the other day because I was starting to see some Imperial IPAs and, I, and it basically just means that it's got a shitload of booze in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're plus eight. It's 8.5 and up, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, this is 9% red ale. A big 500ml can. And it's a it's a seriously good red ale. Dense, um, rich, bitter, malty, all the stuff I love about a red ale. I'm, and I'm all over it, I'm all for it. Loving it. Timmy, what do you got, brother? That sounds good, Dave. What do you got, Timmy? Very good. I'm continuing Hazy Spring, Daniel. So last week I went with a bit of a seasonal kind of special limited edition vibe. The was it Mill Brewing that really just let things down. And it it's 14 or 15 bucks that can last week. So decided this week I'm I'm going to be a beer wanker, but not a full beer wanker, and just go for something from a core range rather than a, a limited. Do it. Love, love a good core. Love it. Good core range, uh, Bad Shepherd Hazy IPA, and yeah. it's it's far and away better from than than last week's beer. It's hazy as fuck. There is flavour. There is there is mouthfeel. There's just all the things that last week's didn't have, and I'm not here to tip in on on uh, on no. those guys. But this this hazy from uh, Bad Shepherd, and had a, had a, another beer from Bad Shepherd on the weekend that was just a delight as well. Um, doing good things out of Cheltenham. Great things. They've cropped up a couple of times, I think, um, in our group chat as well as maybe on this pod. I reckon Dave had one go back yeah. probably ten think, episodes um, or something. When I, when I did, no, when I did the uh, the the brave sh- brave shave, Dave That's right. had the uh, the double juicy from Bad Shepherd and one of the best beers I've had this year. It was unreal. And Timmy, you on the on the Saturday you had the um, peanut the, butter, the peanut butter porter. Yeah, yeah, which I've I've seen in my local and and, yeah. and looked at a couple of times. So um, Bad Shepherd doing some good stuff. Um, I've actually so I went down to the guys at Red uh, Redwood who um, look after me just here in um, in North Fitzroy. Shout Did out, a, shout out. They're good lads there actually, Hamish and the boys. Um, but gave me a lovely little mix four pack. So I put up on um, Insta uh, what people wanted to see out of. They do all independence there. Had um, had some boat rocker. Had. Uh, some co-conspirators, which I want to get on next week because um, I had that before I came on in there. The co-conspirators West uh, Coast IPA was lovely. We've actually gone the Mr. Yeah. Banks, um, McConaughey's, which we've just agreed is one of the best names for a beer going around. It fits Brilliant. with Hazy Spring. Um, but, of course, Maddie McConaughey. Um, look, really nice beer. It's a mix. What? Hang on a sec, Whitey. Yep. Maybe you should take your shirt off for this bit. I should, I should, and start talking real slow. Um, no, he's much better looking than I am, even with the blonde rinse I've got going through. This is a, this is a nice blend. So it's um, 
It's tell me got, this pen. Tell me this pen, Daniel. It's got some. <laughs> se- <laughs> what is it? Uh, Fugazi. It's all Fugazi, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's uh, so it's actually got uh, the blend of the Citra and Mosaic hops. So I'm trying to talk a bit more about hops now. Um, uh, over the last couple of weeks, um, Mosaic is a really Australian hop. Citra is a really kind of fruity um, uh, hop. So it's actually quite tart. It's, um, it's, it's really nice. It's, I think it's double dry hopped as well. So it's actually really dry and really tart instead of being overly hoppy, but it's quite nice. Mr. Banks um, Abbott's for doing really, really good things. Um, good, Waddy? Or is it, is it more like uh, Matthew McConaughey's from his age-related film? Or is it... Da- Dallas a... Buyers Club? Look, it's probably yeah. more Dallas Buyers Club than it is... Um, What's he been in that's any good? You know, Lincoln, Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer. <laughs> Sorry. But it's... Um, My Imperial Red Ale is Lincoln Lawyer. Maybe Matthew McConaughey's is more AIDS related. It might be. It might be. It's, 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 it's not... It, look, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I, I probably need a couple more than the one. But off the back of the... Um, uh, the co-conspirators I had, it, um, it seems to be lacking a little something, but that's okay. Um, probably because you've got your shirt on. It is. I did. It is. It is. It is. Um, Let's talk about some footy, boys. Let's talk about some footy. We are in the finals. We probably don't need to wrap up round 18 too much because, uh, let's be honest, it was real 18 footy kind of um, bruise-free stuff. Um, Did we have um, some above? So what did you really like from the weekend? I'll I'll start, boys, with a joke. All right, my above average. Knock, knock. Who's there, David? Owen. Owen who? Oh, and the Saints go watching <laughs> in. Oh, and the Saints go out. So the Saints, the greatest hype for a side ever to get knocked out in the first week. It's been <laughs> it's unprecedented, the amount of hype. There's a killer fans are coming out of everywhere. They're in the finals. They're doing it for Spud, but hopefully they well, hopefully they get over the doggies. They've got, it's, a tough, it's a tough draw. I don't know if they would have preferred Collingwood or the dogs, but... That's a that's a great matchup yeah. those two sides. I actually I'm I'm not expecting not expecting much out of the pies as I expectations have been pretty low on them in the back half of the year. I'd actually don't mind seeing that um that Saints doggies matchup. I reckon that I reckon that'll be an absolute ripper. Take us back, Whitey, to Pod One, uh, and we both sort of said the Saints have brought brought the hype in the off season. They've got the recruits. Of what what do we say, Timmy? They've recruited for. Purpose. Recruited to need, Dave. I yes, was... recruited to need, and they, and they've patent they've pending. Walked, they've walked the talk, really. Look, I, I, I was probably going to leave that for next week and actually take us through the um, some of the, the predictions from um, from Pod One. Um, it seems like a long time ago now, Dave. You and I are just kind of sitting in that meeting room at your place and um, and coming out with a few things. But yeah, we. Fair to say we we tanked on most things. I I said the Saints would go fucking nowhere. I did come out and say that they underestimated the Ratten factor. Um, but uh, one thing I want to say about the Saints is that's the reason why they're my above average because good sides put teams to the sword. And Mate. Giants were rubbish, but they 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 smacked them in that second half. So big ups to them. Mate, look, um, they, they did well. They needed to get a scalp. We've been asking for them to do that. And, you know, Friday night, uh, what was it, 40 or 50 points, I think they played yeah. really, really well. So that's a really yeah. valid ab- above, I reckon, for the round. Timmy, did you have one? Well, they, they put the Ferrari around a lamppost. That's, they just <laughs> completely fucked it. Yeah. Um, look, 
I, I actually really, really enjoyed a, a team who didn't have anything to play for, but Sydney on Sunday. They weren't yeah, playing like yeah. a, they weren't playing like a team that was that was out of it or had had already checked into their Airbnb. They were they were really going for it. And the the impressive thing for them and, and it's probably more of a season recap, but the rebuild that they've done on on, on the, on the go. run. Yeah, it's yep. sensational. So you've got John Longmire who's who's coached mm-hmm. the flag mm-hmm. and um, and being involved in, in premierships and then he's was, just rebu- rebuilding your, on the run. Your phone's just vibrated. Was that the Swans um, membership department just sending it, it you was, it, it, it was, <laughs> yeah. They're up to 34,000 for next year, just but, as we go. Uh, mate, so we, we, they, looked, uh, they looked a danger up till three-quarter time, the Swans, didn't they? Oh, fuck ah, off. Give it. <laughs> give it. No. And, and recording. That's, uh. Uh, that's, that's poxy, Dave. Uh, no, no, look, that, they really did, and, and Tom Tom Papley should have put the game out of reach. I thought he what did he kick two goals five or two goals six or something like that, and and most of them were very kickable for for his his sort of his finishing standard. He should have had five or six, and the Cats should have been right out of the game. Look, as, as, as good as Papley was, and um, Tommy McCartan was down back. It was and Kennedy was for the midfield. It was some of the, these kids that we just haven't seen a lot of, and they've picked up at different points in the draft and. I asked you this last week, who would you prefer to support at this point, you know, Adelaide or, or North? It's just so funny how things can turn in the in the course of a season. And right now I'm buying the Swans and Crows and, you know, North look completely cooked. And um, the way that the Dons have finished the year look completely cooked. There's dissension in the ranks, Dave. Hooker and Hurley weren't happy that Tommy B didn't get a bloody game. You can't sign Saad. Your best and fairest has been a kid who'd only played seven games. Orazio's going. Joe doesn't know what he's fucking doing. Like, it's amazing here that the Swans have been actually able to turn around what was a pretty ordinary fucking season into into some real optimism. And you know, you throw a couple of high draft picks maybe into that back into that side, and and heaven forbid, Buddy, back in. Yeah. Buddy, Buddy plays another game. Um, you know, and and Heaney comes back from a long term injury. Paddy um, McCartan. They, they look. They look. Paddy McCartan. You've called that early. Um, they look a lot better place than um, some some of the other sides. So my my above for the weekend call, was, was just the. Um, was just some of the retirements, you know. I really, I get emotional because I, um, I played footy and love footy and love uh, the mateship and camaraderie that comes along footy with footy. And, and when you see um, over the last couple of weeks, Gibbsy, you know, Cade Simpson, um, Matty Cruiser, Bell Chambers, and especially Sunday with with Poppy and Stratton. And I thought it was really nice. Um, didn't have anything to do on Sunday, so I watched that Adelaide Hawthorne game and just the way that those Hawthorne boys actually turned it on. And actually, it was almost like watching them through um, 2008, et cetera, during that time. These guys are um, three, four-time premiership players and um, they're the rest of their... Uh, Sheil and a, a couple of those guys were really good. Gunston were really good. Bergon was really good. Um, Poppy got a couple. Um, uh, uh, Stratton, Stratton went forwards. One. Yeah, all that. Love that. You said that was park footy, but love the celebration and um, and uh, celebration and acknowledgement of some serious players. Cade Simpson is um, is another one who's been huge for Carl over the journey. Unfortunate to play in a really shit time during their um, their history, but. You know, he's, their fans would have as much respect for him or more than respect for him um, because of that, I reckon. I, I think he might hold the record for losses by a single player. Mm. Yeah, it's, 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 something, it's, it's, it's something like it's, it's something like 215 or 220 yeah. that he's losses. It's, outra- it's outrageous. Mate, a, a, lot of, a lot of 
guys would love, well, anyone would love to just play that many games of professional sport, and he's lost that many. Oh, it, was a, it was a nice moment when he uh, got the old one-two, wasn't it, and running yeah, to kick the goal for yeah. 50. Uh, it was That's sensational. Those 250 game, 15 games are about 10 fucking seasons, which all in all seems like a really, really, oh. really long time. Um, what was some of the not-so-good stuff over the weekend, boys? Um, what it did in your life? Just the, the, the shitful last round of the year, non-tackling, witches hat sort of, all right, which Airbnb are we in this weekend? Where are we at next weekend? Which which strippers are we getting to next weekend? Just that's it was really placid stuff in the games that, yeah. other than Sydney, I thought. Yeah. It was, it was, well, they the AFL couldn't have planned it out much worse, other than Collingwood, um, sort of playing for that um, that that spot um, uh, last night. But Bruce Bruce in all his glory said an interesting stat during the coverage last night that Collingwood are going to be the only side going into the, the eight. That's with a loss, mm. which is shocking fixture. Like, really, it's shocking fixture because that means that half the games didn't matter, hardly mattered, except for um, positions in the eight where we know where they don't really matter. There's no home, there's little home advantage um, in the eight. I, I, I agree with you that it was some that were pretty much locked in, and I think that speaks to the fact that we have top five that's pretty much set. I don't see anybody, yeah, don't think anybody thinks anyone outside that top five is. is um, got to really contend, but you did have um, St Kilda Giants. You had Essendon uh, D's, and then you had uh, the Doggies Frio Collingwood Port. So there was a, enough games there to keep it interesting. I'm actually a big advocate of the um, 17 round season off the back of this oh, year. Love this. Yeah, because you have less games, there is condensation in the fixture. And if this season had gone on for another five weeks that log jam that we had between six and 10 just wouldn't have been there. So I'm a massive advocate for the 17 game season. And I thought even in spite of the fact that you're right, Dave, there were some shit games and, and fucking North um, Eagles, even though North gave it a bit of a crack. Um, you know, there's a lot of bruise free footy. It actually held as much intrigue going into a final round as we've had for a while. Yeah. No, you're probably right. One thing for, for North, reassure if, if they're allowed to, if they're allowed admission, and it's not just the 400-plus fucking hangers-on that got sent up to to the Gold Coast. But if they're allowed to, all the North players that are still on the list, which I think is, what, seven or eight blokes now as of this weekend? Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to delist the whole fucking side. That, they, they have to be sent to every final they can possibly go to up in Queensland while they're there. Because no doubt the, the majority of the younger guys will be staying up there. They just have to be sent along to every final. This is what it's about. This, this is what you need to be aspiring to. This is who we, we need to be. And the same for Essendon as well, Dave, and probably you know Sydney and Adelaide and teams like that that are, that are there. Take your two tickets, get there. Well, they, they might need that, to be fair, because I don't know how they're going to go fill in the grounds. They're talking about increasing capacity to 25 and 30,000 people. I'm not sure if there are 30,000 Saints supporters up there um, in Queensland. <laughs> Dave, did you have a blow for the weekend? Gary Rowan, boys. So we've talked him up. We've talked him up. Last quarter specialist, Gary Rowan. I had... A big multi going in to hit any time goal kicker. <laughs> and uh, fucking let me down. The guys kicked three goals, two goals in the last quarters. Give it, I get it, he's coming back from injury, but lift, Gary. You've got to lift, get involved. Dave, uh, I let me, let me down. I, I had the footy in the backyard on, on Sunday and I took a bounce and I was worried he was going to run me down. <laughs> he's, he, he's sharp in he, there. He's sharp. Oh, I, 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 I genuinely think he would make a big difference than playing against Richmond because they just don't get to do the 
the, the loop over handball and, and carry run and carry. And you can see that the younger guys for and just the half backs in general for Sydney, they weren't holding onto the ball for very long on Sunday. Nah. It nah, was four, four steps kick. He's a weapon, but you talk someone up week after week and then to just let me down like that when I I went all in on, I went all in on Gary. Yeah, it was probably the weight of public pressure Gary. as a result of this podcast, maybe, Dave. Um, look, quick, quickly, mine is the... I know, um, he's, a li- I know he's a listener, so... We're, we're, we're looking to go to do a live cross, so we run, I'm going to quickly rattle onto my below, and it's just the trade period. Um, it started already with the absolute hyperbole um, that goes on from all those bottom feeders like Tommy Brown and stuff like that. But we can basically <laughs> expect 25 updates a day and there's certain phrases about, you know, nominated, you know nom- he's nominated this club and two first rounders and fucking exploring his options. Um, the one that makes me sick is Zach Williams. Um, we've given Giants a, a, a hard rap this year, but um, did some research. Uh, had 13 possessions on Friday. Um, as only actually in a, when they got fucking flogged, um, he had averaged uh, only 18 and a half, I think, this year possessions for the year. Last year, admittedly, he averaged 23, but only averaged 17 and a half this year. In the last three years, has ranked in the below average category, according to Champion Data, in both one on ones spoils and one percenters as a backman right and a, a, a below average not average but below average for those three as a backman so and apparently wants um between 900 and a million a year and that's why i put those fucking stats out there i don't good know, luck carlton i don't know what is going on with the buy the stock market that is the afl but if a guy who can average only 17 of the course of the year as a back pocket or a back flank and um, I think, and the other thing has never had a year in six years that he's actually gone at greater than 65% by foot. So he can't fucking kick it. He doesn't do the hard work. Um, and they want to turn him into a midfielder at Carlton. I don't like it. Um, I'm probably going to watch the finals and then tune out for a little while and enjoy the cricket season, I reckon, boys. Fucking. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, give, give us it now, though, Dave. Is, um, is Joey staying? What's happening there? Give us, give us 30 seconds. What's happening? I, you know me, boys, passionate Essendon man. Love Joey. Love him. Love him. Just read Neil Danaher's book, actually. I love um, love the Danaher family, but I reckon he should go. Fresh start. He, he just, he's got to go. And it's going to hurt us because, um, you know, Stringer's a bit unreliable with injury, but I reckon he's gone. It, we're gonna we're gonna do um we're gonna do an autopsy in the next couple of weeks. We've been having some some chats about how we're gonna structure up the um the podcast moving into summer. We're big cricket lovers, as we've spoken about. We do have plenty of EPL and NFL and stuff to, to talk about, but we'd like to do an autopsy on the season, and we will do a bit of a deep dive on each of the the sides um in the next couple of weeks. But I'm fascinated by Essendon. The fact that mid year you were still half a chance. There was some optimism when Joe came back. Um, people talking about you moving on Hurley and Hooker. Is if Hooker's got some kind of fucking currency when he's oh. th- 32 at the start before next season starts? It doesn't have any currency because he's actually about to fucking retire. So um, I think there's some really interesting stuff happening down there and, and, and the way we spoke about it last week with um, with Walsfold, the way they've come from him. So do you have any optimism that Rutten's the right man, Dada? Well, I... Look, I'll give it give it a year, see how it goes. Be his own coach, be his, have his own group, get a have a have a off season, a pre full preseason to bring his own thing. But not he's, there's Carousel and 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 Rutten that are just trying to bring in too much of Richmond. Look, Essen they, they fucked around with it for three quarters, played on, took the game on for a quarter, and played okay on on the weekend. So 
he's got to bring more of that. He needs to bring more of that in the preseason. So we'll see. It's on him. It's on him. Um, we've we do have a week off this week um, because of the pre-finals buy. So next week we're going to do the full finals preview including some predictions, what we're looking forward to. But for now, we have to move um, swiftly on because um, we've only got a short window to speak to our um, European correspondent. Hopefully, he is there. Um, it's a, he's just in, um, he's in hotel quarantine. Hopefully, he hasn't slept with any of the security guards, but a bit like prison where you only get to make... <laughs> a, bit like a, a bit like prison where you only get to make one call. He's, um, he's borrowed the security guard's phone to make this one call um and i believe he's actually in hotel quarantine at the werribee uh, at the werribee quest h barker are you there mate <laughs> i'm here and where else would you rather be than the werribee quest hotel i don't know mate i don't <laughs> got the concord back yeah <laughs> absolutely you got, you got, you got dimmies there at the bottom everything you could ever need <laughs> I don't think you can go out that far. How, how was it, um, H? You made it back safely. Um, how's, how's the last two weeks panned out uh, since we spoke to you, buddy? Uh, it's been a very exciting uh, 36 hours in the, in the cycling world. We've had, uh, obviously, the big podium finish from Richie Port, which was, which was amazing to see. We had the big time trial come back from Pogacar, and we had the absolute capitulation of the, the tour favourite in Roglic. So um, it was a very, very eventful um, into the Tour de France this year, which was great. Now we, we love a bed shitting, so that's that. Talk, talk to us that's about us. that. That's oh, us. Look, it so was uh, it was almost uncomfortable to watch him riding that bike up those hills because so, he was absolutely dead on wheels. Uh, he he would have known the Tour de France was taken from him just moments before, and he just would have had to keep riding by himself with the um, the director sportif in his ear telling him. You've just lost the Tour de France. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Take the seat off, champ. Just get, Steve War, just get Steve War in there. Just to just say, hey, mate, you've just dropped the Tour de France. You have just dropped the Tour de France. I think I, I drew the boys' attention last week to the fact that up the Grand Comier climb that he'd started to struggle. But talk us through that time trial because that was one that was only about um, two or three stages from the end. He went in with a minute lead. Um, yep. Is that yep. right? Yeah, 57 seconds, I think it was, he went in with. Um, and he left with a 54-second deficit. So... Um, all the hard work that his team had, you know, put in and carried him up all these hills and um, put in all the hard yards, uh, it finally got to the point where he had to ride for himself and uh, he was found wanting. Does that take anything away from the, the other fella? And I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name here, Pogacar. Um, Tade Pogacar. Pogacar. Mate, he, he took two minutes off him. It was um, an incredible ride um, and... You know, outside the cycling world, there's questions on, the, you know, how can you possibly ride that quickly compared to other people? Because it was, you know, a really incredible effort. But, um, you know, he, he swapped bikes at the start of the climb. So he got the bike off the, off the car, jumped on the other bike. And his second bike didn't have a power meter or a GPS. So he didn't know how fast he was riding. Um, he didn't know the wattage he was putting out. Um, he literally said before the tour, I'll either win or I'll come last because he was just going to go for broke. And that's exactly what he did. And the APO, obviously. That's, I mean, that's yeah. and, and obviously the, the 99 other drugs that are in his system obviously helped. So that's a bit like recording this podcast. You know, we just we've got, we don't have any watches. We don't do any research. And we just, um, you know, we're either going to go down in fucking flames or it's going to be fantastic. So he might and be... At any moment, Dotto can just come in and just derail it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> like I've always said, the less the less you know about wattage, the better. I've always said that. You yeah, boys yeah. know that. Wattage has only if been your holding. Legs are hurting, probably slow down. And um, and he said that the Australian Richie Port did really well getting onto the podium in third. He had a, a huge last week. Yeah, so he he as always has a really bit of poor um, poor luck with his riding. He every yeah. year either crashes out or something bad happens to him. And again, this tour he got um, dropped by the crosswinds one day. He had a double puncture on the the third or fourth last climb, um, and then he had an opportunity to to kind of go crazy in a time trial, which he's, he's pretty good at. So um, he had another Herculean effort. And, and luckily for him, I think it was Superman Lopez capitulated as well. He couldn't handle it. And um, yeah, Richie Port got on the podium. He needed a bit of luck, Richie. He finally got it. Well, I, I love love from his, uh, I think his, his partner who was pregnant at the time, it's given him the, you can go, you can race. But you better fucking do well, or I'll be really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I think the quote was, "Yeah, if I see you just sit at the back of the peloton, I won't be impressed." <laughs> uh, was, uh, finding, I'm really finding another father. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent, H. We've um, we've loved your work covering the Tour de France and bringing a little bit of culture to the program. Um, before we let you get back to your um, your, your meal there, I understand they've just slid a, a, um, a Kit Kat underneath your door <laughs> to get you through um, and, and enjoying your time in hotel quarantine. Before you do, um, give us a, because I know you're a big basketball fan too, have you got a couple of thoughts um, on what uh, is happening over in the NBA as we're about to segue into the, the world of sport and what's happening into the NBA on the program? Well, the first thing that I've noticed so far is just what a, you know, this poor competition, the East Basketball Conference is. Um, I mean, if you put the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics in the Western Conference, I don't think they'd finish above sixth. So um, we're really just watching the, the finals there in um, Lakers and Nuggets, and it's going to be a really good series, hopefully. Um, AD doesn't hit those step-back threes every week to, to finish it. Uh, who, who, are you, who are you calling? Have you got a prediction? Uh, Lakers, I think. I think Lakers will probably only lose two more games for the rest of the year. Love that. Appreciate hey, your... Um, hey, just before you go, mate, what are, you, what's, um, what are your thoughts on the US presidential election upcoming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it... Look, to be honest, um, probably going to win again. Yeah, that's, that's frightening. Think, frighteningly, I think you're right, probably. All right. Hey, love having you on, and um, we we would love to get you back on um, when the NBA starts up again. You can talk more about your Dallas Mavs. Best of luck to the Catters um, over the next couple of weeks. They'll be happy that they've um, ducked the pies, given the fact we've had the wood on you in the finals for the last couple of years. Um, take care in quarantine, mate, and we'll see you on the other side. Fellas, just before I go, just a big congratulations to Grind Myers for making the uh, best twenty-two under twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys uh, and, uh, uh, it was great news when I got off the plane from France. The I think we've lost the connection. Have we lost yeah. the connection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the drive-by. There's the drive-by. Wow. Yeah. Um, up, up yours, TV. Uh, he's a natural, and what else would you expect from a bloke who is affectionately known as the asset? So, Hayden, uh, the asset marker, <laughs> thank you very, very much for your time. Timmy, do you want to dive straight into um, Mate, just the NBA? Without, without diving too much into, into these teams, etc. How Grind Mize is not even close to in the best 22 young blokes running fuck around, no. I wouldn't have thought. Fuck no. Well, they've, they've felt sorry for his shit name and shit hair. Well, I, I, I don't tend to take too much attention to some of these things. I think they're, um, oh, I think they're designed for column inches. But um, the Wall Pedo at um, Hawthorne is a, um, 
a best and fairest winner before the age of 21 and didn't make the side. So, um, and as a as a North fan, Jai, Jai Simpkins carried the midfield for for the whole season and done done really really well and not even got a look in there. Unbelievable. Dangerfield, Dangerfield, how does Dangerfield get in the forty? Oh, so, this, so, this so, so we're talking about the um. So H was talking about the under the, 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 the twenty two under twenty two under twenty two. I think. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I see that. But um, yeah, yeah there's there's, a, there's enough to be said on the um the all Australian as well, and we might leave it for the um leave it for next for, week for the for the autopsy though. Of yeah, I've got some thoughts with you on this as well, Dave, because um Stephen May had a good last six weeks. And everybody yeah. fucking crying tears that he yeah. didn't get in. He had a good last six weeks, had a very good last six weeks, but um, they were he didn't really well, hit. Any where the blow? Where the blowtorch on him at, at about that twelve week mark? I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's supposed to be shit. So people yeah. get a little bit short sighted. Um, but I think it is all just designed to fucking keep the AFL in the um, in the headlines and in the. But what about what about ex player from my club who played a few games and did stuff? That's yeah. that's pretty much that, that's Twitter at the moment. Nobody's saying cesspool. that. Nobody's saying that about anybody from North Melbourne, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell, talk to uh, us a bit. Todd Goldstein, to be fair. Uh, yeah, we, we can go into this a lot because I was listening oh. to I actually haven't had the radio on today. Apparently, Nick Nat only took eight fucking marks or eight contested marks for the eight. season yeah. and, and averaged less than 10 positions and, and has made the squad ahead of Goldie. So I know he's a great tough ruckman. We, we digress. Yep. Yeah, we digress. We digress. Mate, we'll- Let's move, over. Let's move to North America, Daniel. Let's move to North so, America, where you're on a heater. You've just been pretty much just uh, done the Timmy uh, Timmy Stradamus work and just picked every bracket so far. Um, give us a give us a, a bit of a wrap of what's happening there, mate. So a bit bit of a wrap for for those who who haven't been over it from last week. So the the Clippers uh, against the Nuggets, they're up three one, and then have put up the biggest choke job since Michael Hutchins. They've just. Oh, he's run with it. Is that too soon? No. I thought. No. I thought the. I thought the AIDS reference was was was, was pushing the boundaries. Uh, right. look, okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's where, it's, 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 it's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Clippers um, did it. Did our favourite thing and shit the bed. Um, which basically just leaves the West completely open for for the Lakers, and not not as though they needed any help. First game in the conference finals. Anytime Jokic even went near uh, Big AD, it was a foul. I think he had three fouls in about eight minutes. It just—it's completely NBA mandated. We need the Lakers in because the Nuggets is not rating a fucking iota. So get the Lakers yeah. in there. And and um, what they've done is they've actually thrown um, Javale McGee and Dwight Howard at, at Jokic as well, and just trying to beat him up a little bit, and yeah. just trying to get inside of his head. And they've they've got those bigger guys there, those more experienced guys there to to try and um, play that role. So a bit of playoff Rondo back. I'm, I'm not sure trying to beat up Jokic is the right move though, because he and his brothers have probably genuinely killed people. Yeah. So it's... And he, he's, didn't he, he scored he didn't in that second game he scored twelve points straight to end the game, yeah, to, including to, to two, finish the game, including two go ahead buckets. Yeah, so inclu- he, in, yeah, exactly, including taking AD, who has made the the all defense first team to school, and and then uh, when he hit the shot, uh, Anthony Davis hit the shot to win it. Um, those two, Dwight Howard and uh, and J- Javale McGee, came out spruiking all this shit, but. He's actually not allowed to defend him, Jokic, because any time he goes near Anthony Davis, he gets a foul called for for absolute fucking horse shit. All right, um, take the take the tin foil hat off. Tell us what do you reckon the um can they 
the no, it's a sweep. Thing. It's a get sweep. Get the broom out. Get the broom oh, out. It's... I, I like the nugs. We've, we we oh. love the, we love the chicken nugs. They've been really honest brave. as the day is long. Honest well, as the day just... is long. Coming hashtag, coming. hashtag brave. Oh, anything you like. Uh, so brave. Ju- ju- so are brave. We, are we saying they're the Nadia Bartels? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's good. In, the Nadia. You've got, you've got uh, Murray and, and Jokic are a great, great tandem. But when you've got the the two best players in the series, you're probably going to win the win the the series, and it's it's going to be a sweep. I, I can't see the Nuggets Nuggets sneaking one. Uh, which means there's at least one high-profile high team in the finals. So you got the and you jump across to the jump across to the east. Um, so the so east we had H H has just said, and I think we probably all all agree that the the, the east the uh, the standard doesn't quite live up to the to the west. Um, we've really liked the heat at times, but yeah. uh, they got up two nil and um, before the Celtics Look, were I, really. I actually I I disagree with him a little bit there in that I, I actually I, I genuinely think that the heat and the Celtics would would beat the Clippers as well. And the Clippers finished second. So it, it's not all about regular given, season record. Given the way that they shit the bed though, I think, I, I don't know how we classify the Clips in terms of their season. The, I was just going to say, hey, um, so the uh, Heat jumped out to a 2-0 um, lead. There was the big band block in game one. Um, but then um, they welcomed um, uh, Haywood back in Haywood, game Haywood's three. back. And yep. he, he was a bit of a difference maker for them in the third. Just gave him a couple of different looks. Changed it up, changed it up defensively as as well. So it, it meant that they didn't have someone out there who just didn't really know what they were doing. So the the, the Celtics had been playing uh, Williams, who, whilst obviously a, a really good athlete, just had no idea what he was doing. Bit of a headless chook sort of thing. Able to make up with it with athleticism. You put Haywood out there, lose the athleticism, but pick up the, the basketball knowledge. And where in, in the first couple of games, Adebayo was getting... Uh, Alley oops, it was catch and then have to do some work down low. So it's yep. very different. Um, I I really liked what uh, Brad Stevens did in that that third game where uh, Iguodala came on for the Heat and Brad Stevens brought on Enos Cantor. So Cantor, he he couldn't guard a fucking sandwich. He's just <laughs> actually, funny if, uh, if Ennis is actually moonlighting in hotel quarantine. I think it's a worthy quest. But <laughs> f- fed, he, he, fed, he could not guard Mickey Mouse over in the theme park. He just he, terrible on defense. He's a complete sieve. But he doesn't need to guard anyone when Iguodala's out there, and then he can do all the things that he does well, which is crash the boards. And and play really well down low, and I think he had ten or ten or twelve points and some offensive yeah. rebounds, and that's it. Basically, it meant that um, uh, Spolstra didn't play Iguodala in the second half. Yep, he just just left him off. Didn't like that matchup. And and Jimmy Buckets was a little bit reluctant to take hold of that ball at, at, at times in the, the third. I thought I know Dave's really keen to see a return of the the Lakers and the Celts. Um, rivalry, Dave. Of yeah. course, like you got um, Magic Johnson and, and Larry Bird there from the eighties and nineties. It was one of your favourite periods of basketball. I've reached out to Larry over the last week. He's pretty keen to see it happen as well. So, do we do, do we think that the Celtics can kind of um, can get back on, on equal terms here, or what's your what's your prediction? What's I'm your prediction? With Jimmy. I'm, I'm with Jimmy. I'm, 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 the Heat will do it. So it's cool. I think I, I said I said Heat in seven to begin with, and I think it's still going seven. But Haywood coming back and not not injuring himself yet, it, it I think I'm probably leaning towards the Celtics now. Yeah, so, right on. 
So uh, 2010 final rematch and, yeah. and a whole bunch of others. Love it, love it. Uh, look, uh, yeah, there is one of those. It's one of those classic rivalries, really, a bit like the um, Merseyside Derby or, or something like yeah. that. Or so Clint that Carlton. Yeah. Bottom line, think, boys, Lakers win. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And which the, means and that this, yeah, this is one of the ones again where so the Celtics have the best player in the series, and really, therefore, should should win because they have the best player and a supporting cast. It's it's a quality supporting cast. It's not the Milwaukee Bucks here, so they've got Jason Tatum, who's far and away the best player in the series with a serious supporting cast that's now getting healthy, I think they can get back there. All right. Um, uh, Lakers Celtics, um, we're prattling on as we've um, tried to do um, since we've been in lockdown. Do you want to um, run us through some, some NFL, mate? Um, yeah, NFL, mate. Only thing that I only thing that I could take out of the NFL in, in um, game week two was the injuries, mate. Five, five ACLs. Yep. In a weekend. Wow. And 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 not to just bottom rung players, to, to serious stars of the game as well. So yeah. the, the game the game's gonna be worse for it. Um and that's not to mention the a bunch of pretty big injuries that happened during the week and, and even pre pre the first game. So as your boys know, Timmy, I'm not an NFL man. So this week we're gonna preview one of them uh one of the conferences. So I want you to, I want you to highlight a team. For me, I want you can, you find, can you find David? I said last week, I think I'm either going to go in with the cards, um, or I'm going to go in the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know. so we'll, I, we'll get there, Dave. I've, I've got a team for you. So, I, the, want to be a, I want to be a Browns man, but uh, I'm not too sure. <laughs> yeah, no better team for Odell to be playing for, really. That's uh, <laughs> the number two. Yeah, so there's uh, some, some pretty big issues with the, the uh, new synthetic turf that had just been laid at the the New York Stadium, MetLife, MetLife. Stadium. Yep. And wow. I think uh, the between the 49ers and the Jets, there was something like eight lower, what what the NFL classifies as lower lower leg injuries. So I think there was two ACLs on the defensive line for, for the Niners and four ankle sprains and a couple medials between the two teams. Maybe like a and, syndesmosis or two? Well, that's that's what they call it. <laughs> they need yeah, Doc Larkins. They yeah, that's... They they just run with high ankle sprain rather than syndesmosis because you've got you've got to dumb it down for America. Let's be honest. I knew I should have studied law at New York University. I knew it. I'll be, I'll be rich now. There will be a, there might be a um, a claim in that, Dave. You're not right. Massive. at MetLife, I reckon. A MetLife and a health insurance company. Anyway, um, but t- talk us through the talk us through. So let's find Dave Tan. So we're going to NFC the NFC West, which is the the best conference in the NFL. Uh, so you've got four teams in the day. You've got the LA Rams. Back, just, if they're the best, I'll just back for NFC West. They're my team. Somebody get this man a t-shirt. Give me an Go F. Sports. Give yeah. me an F. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the Rams, we've got the Cardinals, we've got the 49ers, and we've got the Seahawks. So uh, looking at it this week, uh, it, it's I think it's going to be one of the first times where three teams from the one uh, division make the playoffs, so that's mainly possible because they've had an extra uh, wild card game this year. Ooh. So um, Hello. NFL, NFL just trying to throw some some extra things in there, and AFL needs to take note of that. Yes, that's by the by. Um, so the Cardinals, Dave, who are who are my team for you? They're red, and that's probably all you need to know. Yes, yep. oh. red, red, and. Uh, so their their quarterback is a second year quarterback named Kyler Murray, which 
Kyla's it's a, it's a bit similar to Grind. It's a, what the fuck kind of name is Kyla? It sounds re- like a, it, 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 it sounds like a guy who drinks three three monster monsters. Energy drinks I was going to say <laughs> he, he sounds like it. He sounds yeah. like on the more. All right, Nick, Nick Cody, he's Nick Cody's man in the in yeah. the Jaden. He's he's smashing three of them a day. He's he's uh, working his way into genuine stardom. So the fir- first game brought them back uh, to win over the 49ers, who had a really good defense in that game. And and this week, um, I think he ran for, for about 90 yards and just seemed as though he could pick up pick up yards whenever he needed to and can throw it. He can seriously air it out and has some weapons now. I mentioned last week DeAndre Hopkins, who who went over from the Houston Texans. Um, well, I'm, doesn't, I'm, he, he doesn't drop – unlike you, Dave, he does not drop the ball. He, well – Obviously, he's got good vision. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm like, I did marry a Murray, so um, you know this yeah. is looking good for me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be you. Who Who are the other ones in that conference? So, quickly, so got got the Rams. They've they've maxed out their salary cap. They they are all in. Um, best defensive player in the NFL in Aaron Donald, and then probably the 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 second or third best cornerback in it in Jalen Ramsey. So. Um, Donald will, will create interceptions for, for Ramsey because of pressure. Ramsey will create sacks for Donald because of, of coverage. Um, and they will, they'll have the ball a fair bit, the offense, as a result of having, having a pretty handy defense. Um, it's whether or not Goff can do anything with his tiny little Trump hands. And <laughs> Your little, little, little hands. <laughs> it does look like a Trump voter too, Goffy. It, it, it probably Probably is, um, and if they have any injuries, they're fucked. They have zero depth because they, they've gone complete top end. It's it's all top end. Moving on to you got the Seattle Seahawks who have basically had the um, they've had the same coach and quarterback for eight years. So yeah, that's that's real. That's really what we're looking at now is coach and quarterback continuity with limited uh, preparation time. Russell Wilson. Uh, that's the CQC. The CQC factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Russell Wilson's actually, he's come out and just said, I'm, I'm gunning for MVP this year. He, the, the man throws the sexiest deep ball in the NFL. It's, it's like watching a Nikola Jokic three-point shot. The arc on it, it's, gets you a bit funny in the pants region, Dave, to be fair. Well, sexy deep balls have always done that to me. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is a really sexy deep ball. Gun defense, very well coached. Um, knocked off the pats last, uh, yesterday. And the Pats will be a really good team. Um, and then we've got my, my team, the 49ers, who have been absolutely decimated by injury um, up until this weekend. Probably it, you could have almost been looking at four teams making the playoffs, which has never happened yeah. before from, from the one division. But they they could end up in the tank again for this year with a, a top... They're probably looking at a top 10 pick for, for next season. Um, Mate, that's a that's a very 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 yeah. good. That is a very good wrap. It sounds like we found one for Dave in the Cardinals. It the sounds Cardinals. like your lot. Of Get on the cards, Dave. You're going to grab another conference for us again next week. Yeah. Um, and Dave, just uh, ju- just for, for 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 next week, if you if you are working, take Tuesday off. You've got uh, Baltimore versus Kansas City, the the two most electrifying quarterbacks in the NFL. If you if you're not working, just make sure you're on ESPN all day on, on Tuesday. It's it's going to be really, really fun to watch. Well, I don't want to sound ignorant, but if you're a defensive player in the NFL and someone and you go to a party and someone says, what do you do? And say, oh, I'm a defensive player in the NFL. And they say, no, no, but what really, what do you do? And they say, oh, I just push people over for a job. Is that pretty yeah. much it? Yeah. Yep. I, just push, yep. I just 
I'll just find someone run at me and try and push them over. Dave, there's, there's guys that play on <laughs> there's guys there's guys that play on offense that will not touch the the actual football all season, and that that's just the way it is. That's okay. Sounds like, like my uh, sounds like my footy career actually. Sounds a bit like John Setka and uh, maybe being the head of the uh, CFMEU. But uh, anyway, if I bang at the door and get carried away before the end of the show, you'll know why. Um, pro union, protect the protectors. Just, 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 protect give brown, just give me a brown paper bag, mate. He'll know. Solidarity together. Um, all right, uh, Dave. Not much happening in the cricket. Um, EPL, their second round. It, look, it was a rip around. Um, Forty-four goals, which was a, a for the round, which is a comp record that they've gone a twenty-game, um, yeah. twenty-team season. But um, again, it's just um, it's sorting itself out there. Um, Evans had the best off season uh, in the league. Um, with Rodriguez, this big signing, he's uh, they've, a big gone, they've gone well. Um, I think uh, Calvert Lewin um, has uh, had a nice season. He's somebody I've probably not given too much consideration or, or given too the much. Cheeky hat trick. He's had a cheeky hat trick, so he's proving the doubt is wrong. Um, Leeds Chris, well Chris, again. Uh, Leeds played well, though their um, defence looks pretty shaky. Chris was was that, Leeds are they're fun to watch, and they've what are they? They've scored seven, but they've had what seven against them in two games. Yeah, four yep. four by the Don't best worry. team in it, and three by a team who's going to get relegated. Yep. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I, I, was, try, I was trying to wish Not for Malcolm Blight. I was yeah. trying to whip through the EPL, but there is a little bit of Mal- um, uh, Malcolm Blight about them. I spoke about um, uh, their manager last week, which is... Um, uh, the Italian bloke. Yes, that's him. Uh, it's going to escape me now. Never mind. Um, <laughs> But uh, they're good. Schwartz, I reckon, was saying just uh, today, I read that he reckons their um, goalkeeper's no good, so they might have to smarten up at the back, but they're going to be fun to watch. Uh, Crystal Palace, Leicester. What about and... Chelsea's goalkeeper? Yeah, so if, if, if their goalkeeper's no good, he might be on his way to Chelsea. <laughs> I just, I mean, might come to Kepper a little bit later, but um, oh. as a, uh, Crystal Palace... He's not a fucking Kepper, that's for sure. Yep. Kepper... Crystal Palace, Leicester, Liverpool, um, still undefeated and a, a good start there. A um, few teams still finding their feet. I wanted to jump into some above and belows, boys, um, and that might lead into to some of the soccer stuff. But um, uh, what were your aboves from around the world this week? So ev- mine's evident. I, I just went to it. So I think Everton has scored maybe eight goals, Timmy, and uh, maybe six. I don't know. Maybe scored, two. Dave. Yep. Yep. More than three. But the new signing so, Rodriguez yeah. has basically had a hand in, in all of them. So that's it. They're they're They've scored they've scored eight. So they won three so they think I think they uh, they won five two on the weekend. As you know, I'm not a research man, but all I know is Rodriguez is our man. That's all I know. And I'm I'm, I'm getting on it. Yeah. He he'll always be James to me. I'm never calling him Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> happening, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, my man, Jimmy, Jimmy the it. Rocket, uh, Jimmy the Rocket. My, <laughs> mine was also um, uh, EPL related because um, uh, Hung Min Sun uh, for Spurs uh, scored a lazy four um, against Southampton, where I think they uh, got up five one or five two, and for whatever reason, um, 
Southampton, despite the fact that uh, Jose Mourinho has played the um, the counter-attack football for about the last 20 years, decided to play a high line. And if you actually watch the highlights, all four of Son Min, uh, Sung Min's goals are completely identical, where it's a little chip of each over the top of each from Harry Kane and away he goes. So, um, Starts his run from his own half. <laughs> some horrible defending, but some enough. good football there from Spurs. Um, I also, boys, I know that um, their cricket season hasn't started. It does start this week weekend with um, the Australian women's cricket team taking on um, the Kiwis in some games. But there's actually been a a half-century board up at um, the Gabba already um, this year. And that was actually Alistair Lynch, who apparently covered 50 games for Fox Sports this year um, as a boundary rider because no one else could get up there for quarantine. So my above for the week, um, uh, Sorn from Spurs, but also Lynchy for doing 50 games uh, out at the Gabba or at Metricon um, on Fox footy over the footy season. So Earning modern, his money. Modern medicine is amazing, isn't it? You know. <laughs> Chronic fatigue sufferer, and he can still do that kind of stuff. It's just amazing. <laughs> He's actually going to be riding with um, a Pogachar, I think, in the uh, the Tour de France next year. Potentially, they might know the same people. Actually, I did have one more. Um, Ash Barty, uh, she couldn't uh, play in the U.S. Open uh, a couple of weeks ago. She can't be there for the French Open, but she did win um, the Brookwater Golf Club Women's Handicap over the weekend, which is her local golf club um, up in Ipswich. So she's played big bash. She is a Grand Slam winner in the tennis, and she's now we'll see the Brookwater Golf Club women's champion. So what a she gun can get our, What a gun yep. our Ash Barty is. She, with, she, with, that, with, with that level of talent, she can get fucked. She could she's be taking, she, she's taking the piss. She could be in the she could be in ours on the cans 18 almost Ash Barty. She she'd be a ripper. No, she'd be too good at it, Dave. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, she'd probably you so you you'd go to the you'd go to the local craft brewer brewery, you'd get you you'd find your best beer, the haziest beer you can find. You take it with Ash Barty and she's got a better beer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Where'd where you find that beer? Whitey, my, my, uh, Whitey, my... <laughs> That's good. Give her a bolt, bolt of hazy. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Uh, my, my below average is, is, is old mate Kepper from, yeah. from Chelsea. Yeah. The bloke couldn't catch COVID at a fucking Trump rally. Neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or, or at one of Djokovic's <laughs> frat parties. <laughs> He's... Wow, the, the fact that Chelsea did, they actually did quite well considering they were playing with 10 blokes or, or nine blokes for the second half because of uh, ha- having one sent off because he had to try and cover for how bad the Kepa was and the bloke in a, in a goalkeeper's uniform, they, they actually did pretty well. So mm-hmm. Timmy, he's um he was signed for eighty million uh, pounds. Um, yeah, we'll write that off. On, only two years ago, on a seven-year contract, and in the two and a bit or two seasons and two games he's been in the league, he's um, led in nineteen goals from outside the box, which mm. you can find on Twitter. Um, but he's uh, he's done <laughs> on the weekend was he basically tried to play out from the back directly to Sadio Mane, oh. who um, who duly um, tapped the ball into the net. And um, I, I was speaking to Sadio Mane, I know that um, a lot of clubs are looking to raise revenue um, because they can't have um, crowds and, and stuff into the ground. So they're actually looking at um, selling his forehead space for advertising, <laughs> such as the receding hairline <laughs> on him. But uh, Sadio yes. Mane did score a brace on the weekend in there over Chelsea. It actually went back four millimetres from the time he scored the goal. It just started <laughs> to recede even further. I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's brilliant, else. brilliant player, but Dave, maybe just Dave. shave it off, mate. Dave, yeah, just off. just go to shave. Um, Dave, what did you have for a below, mate? 
Uh, well, Moabalow is um, is north, North Melbourne, because let, let's be honest, I don't know how they're going to fill the side next next year. They got there's the draft. There's no one in the draft. Under 18s in play. They've, they've sacked 61 players from their list of 42. Uh, how are they going to fill the side, Timmy? What's 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 going to happen? Reshaw's going to make a comeback. I think Donald McDonald's been training pretty hard. Um, They've sold Arden Street and put a, built a Coles there, I think. Yeah. No, Dave, the, the CFO is good on both feet. So that, that's okay. Yeah, can hit a tar- <laughs> no, she, she can hit a target on both feet, uh, more than 25 metres. So that, that puts her in the top 4% of midfielders at North Melbourne. <laughs> big um, some, that char- champion data elite average. Ben, ben, ben Buckley, he'll, he'll be making a comeback, won't he? It's in our forward and Benny and, Ma- Benny and Mafia full forward. Last, the, the, the club's in shambles, Dave. This time last year, you were talking about signing Ben Brown to a long um, term deal. This is a guy that has um, kicked uh, more than 60 goals for the last three years, and um, this season you want to turf him out. So, well, what have you done for me lately, though, Daniel? That's all I'm after. What have you done for me lately? This is the difference 12 months, mate. Um, my below, you talked about taking the piss before. Um, mine was actually Stewie Jew um, being busted, taking or have video of Stewie Jew taking a leak against the pub wall. Um, I thought he was actually just um, explaining or, or recreating his highlights from the third quarter in the <laughs> 2008 grand final where he fed him and took the piss. Um, but... Um, well, why that is my below is it because it turns out about three days later, that footage is from two years ago. So this again goes to the AFL. Is it really? Yeah. That, that was sold and pitched oh. to us as something that had literally happened in the last um, 24 hours since their, their loss to um, Hawthorne. I think I said earlier on it was Hawthorne Adelaide. That's it was fucking, Hawthorne that's... and the, um, Gold Coast in Adelaide. But um, yeah, it turns out that was two years ago and one of the, the blokes who got sacked there has released that after the fact. So um, shit out. Dean that. Solomon's got a lot to answer for you, Dave. <laughs> I was going to say that. Solely just... Dirty. Dirty man. Solly just slid into bloody Scoop McClure's DMs, I reckon, there. But, um, yeah, Sean on Dewey, um, they were one of the teams that phoned it in in that final round, which was disappointing. But they'll be back bigger and better the next year, and I'm on the Dewey train. So, um, boys, we don't have an um, uh, uh, average league uh, for the week. Um, We ran out of time, and we've been each juggling a little bit this week, and we've certainly had a pretty full show regardless. We had a lot of of good responses to the um, above average on the – uh, Cairns team we put up we also, mini pod. We've put mini that up pod. as a, a mini pod as well We're going to do that a bit moving forward But there's a little 15 minute teaser on there um, If you haven't listened to us before Or if you've got friends you want to introduce to the podcast Send them to that one It's 15 minutes of hilarity um, Next week Dave you're going to do the US College um, Cornhole Championships which yeah. um, Jimmy Crump asked for off the uh, off the SMS machine. So yeah. we're going to do the uh, the cornhole champs. I actually don't know what that is, but apparently it's a thing. You're going to do that for us next week. Nah, well, look, I'm, I'm, I've been all over the cornhole champions for for a few years now, and um, a couple of my favourite um, favourite guys in there uh, are back again this year because obviously you know you got at the college at the college at the college comp. Yeah. You know, people grow up and they, you know, they get a bit older and, you know, they get a job and a life. Uh, Frank the Tank didn't, but some do. <laughs> but they're, they're, I've had good authority that they'll be back, uh, my two favourites this year, which I'll, I'll explain next week. But, uh, yeah, hey, you'll, be, about it, boys. you'll be looking forward to getting back on the road because you are our um, average world correspondent, yeah. our average league correspondent, and we haven't um, we haven't had you away since you were in Moscow a couple of weeks ago. So I've got to say, be- I've got to say, 
I'll have it because researching um, the average uh, leg of the week is the best five minutes of my week before the show. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Um, another good show, boys. Um, thanks again to H for coming on. Uh, we hope we've given you a little bit of entertainment in what is pretty tough times at the moment. Yeah, the, the assets. Um, everybody, drink good beers, keep smiling, keep laughing, keep looking after each other. Get keep getting mates. in touch with us if there's something you want to hear us talk about. Um, keep sharing it with your mates. Keep following us um, on um, the social media so we can get some free piss. Um, it's average double underscore team. Uh, boys, good show. Any more for any more? No, get fuck Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bye, these boys. <laughs>